0: Hi, everybody. This is Kimberly.
1: And this is Katie.
0: And you're listening to A Date With Dateline. And since we were living it up in Las Vegas. (laughs) Living it up in Las Vegas.
1: We were living it up in Las Vegas.
0: You thought you got that song out of your head.
1: You thought wrong.
0: Congratulations, it's back in. Uh, We were at CrimeCon this past weekend, so we have decided to release a very, very special classic A Date With Dateline And it's a Patreon episode. I think this is the first time we've released a Patreon episode on our regular feed. And the reason we're doing it is because we mentioned it quite a bit in last week's Sherry Papini episode. And it's only the second Patreon we ever did. It's back from 2018 when we were wee little podcasters, very amateur little podcasters. It's a wild time. We have incompetent FBI agents. We have the original Sherry Papini and her love for chicken drumettes. We have both of us doing an impression of the amazing mother who is a manager at Walmart who loves to scream her daughter's name in an overly dramatic fashion. So get ready. It's a wild episode. It's kind of off the rails. It's a Mank classic. And speaking of Mank, stay tuned at the end of this episode for a very special little snippet from a bigger interview that we did with our favorite hankied host.
1: Ooh, that's a treat. It's a huge treat. Now, finally, anyone out there who's not part of our Patreon will understand what this is all about, what Ransom is and, really about. I feel like we've referenced it for years. It's an important, for years, it's a pinnacle for episode. Years. So,
0: And if you like this sort of episode and you want more bonus content, there are dozens of other episodes full-length On our Patreon. So check it out. And guess what?
1: Kimber. What, Katya? It's gonna be May. (laughs) It's already May. There we go. Enjoy, everybody. (laughs) Hi, everybody. This is Kimberly. And this is
0: Katie. So this is Ransom for our Patreons, who we love. It is season something, episode something. Various sources told me various information. Might be season 20, episode 1. Might be episode... 96 of you, season 19. I you have written
1: down in my moments. notes season 19 episode 96.
0: Yeah, but I just don't think that's right. And my other app says 20 and 1. So who knows? How can there be 96 episodes in a year? It goes all year. Yeah, but that's multiple episodes a week. That's almost two a week.
1: I was getting crazy in whatever year that was, 2000.
0: 11. It originally aired September <laughs> 23rd. 2011. Okay, let's get to it. Also, Dateline is doing this weird intro in the font. There's these yes. it says Labor Day weekend with these sweeping shots of Florida where they build the graphic into the scene like it's on the golf course. Yeah. They just hired an intern who learned Adobe and he's no, like really excited. Yep. Like, I know Flash, guys. Let me do this, it'll be really cool. Yeah. And so they do it a lot and then we never really saw them do it much. Never again. It was weird.
1: I mean, they put out extra money to do that for this episode. So this was a big. See, this is why I think it probably is season 20, episode one. They opened with this. It was like a whole new year for Dateline. And it was possible. Here we go.
0: Okay, it's 2009 in Florida. Quinn Gray calls her husband, Reed, and says she's just been kidnapped out of their four million dollar home. He's a wealthy businessman. She's a stay-at-home mom. They are wealthy, good-looking, young, living the dream. And their names are Quinn and Reed. So you just basically can't with them. It's it's too much. It's too much. Reed calls the cops. We meet the sheriff. The police go into the house. The SWAT team goes into the house, which is weird because she had been kidnapped. So obviously she's not there.
1: It's like a full SWAT. They and show no one's like there. This episode also, everyone should know, is filled with reenactments. It's reenactment city. So you see this like full SWAT team in the house.
0: And why did they go in there like that? She wasn't there. She had been kidnapped and taken elsewhere. Okay, so they go in and on the couch. Yeah, but they don't need SWAT team for that. They
1: need CSI guys for that. They need one guy in a trench coat.
0: Yeah. and No, they need need one of those body suits, like the puffy ones. The CSI guys. It's
1: not a bomb squad though. There's no been not been not that kind
0: of puffy suit. I'm talking about like the gauze ones that you would do if you were going and c- doing brain surgery. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Sure. The booties on your feet.
1: I know, and, what you're talking
0: about. So on the couch at the house, the police find a photo album, and it is open to their wedding day. Like, she just happened to be sitting there reminiscing about their wedding day, and then she just happened to get kidnapped. We'll get back to that. There's a ransom note in Quinn's handwriting, which says, Reed, don't be a hero. (laughs) And I think he was like, F you, I'll be a hero if I want to. It says there's three Albanian men holding me and they want 50 grand. Now, right off the bat, Reed tells the police 50 grand is nothing for me. I make over a million dollars a year. Our house, our more. What was their mortgage? I don't remember what they said. Their mortgage it was like twenty five
1: thousand dollars a month.
0: Yeah, so fifty grand is nothing. And I didn't hate him like I'd normally hate a guy saying something like that. If that makes sense? No, he
1: seemed like he was genuinely trying to give information. This yeah. is a weird amount for them to ask for based on these things in my life. Right? Like, that's not. I'm just giving it to you straight.
0: Yeah, exactly. That, that yes. yes, he didn't seem douchey about it. He did not. And it, it's pretty hard to say 50,000 is nothing to me without sounding douchey.
1: Yeah. That's like a real mo-
0: yeah. hat trick. So yeah. we meet Quinn's mom. She is like Mickey Light, Mickey Jr. What? For this one moment.
1: Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, for She one tells
0: moment. us that Quinn, she's like, you're not supposed to say this. But <sighs> Quinn is the sweetest of my four children.
1: You as can't As this say tale that. continues, you know, and as this tale continues... It will become apparent that she has horrible children. Yeah. Horrible. Or just
0: like really low standards for them.
1: Children that like are stealing her identity no, yeah. to get credit cards.
0: So Gail, the mom, is horrified and scared for Quinn. And so is Reed, even though he seems pretty calm in the interrogation videos, I think. Mm-hmm. He's impressed me with his calmness. So Quinn starts calling Reed on behalf of the kidnappers. And there are a million phone calls in this episode. They're all from Quinn, and she's screaming at Reed in all of them. Really just annoyed with him. Why aren't you getting the money so I can be freed? God, Reed, you're messing this up. And then she hangs up on him. There's 100 law enforcement officers working the case already right away. Because mm-hmm. Quinn is white. Can we say that? Rich?
1: Yeah, I guess you're right. They live oh, in a beachfront property that's worth $4 million. rich white lady got kidnapped.
0: Yeah. There's a 100 law enforcement officers on it law within enforcement. the hour. So Quinn is telling Reed where to drop the money, and he doesn't understand the directions she's giving him within two seconds, but it wasn't even good. Dire- she's like, this would be the conversation. Katie, you got to go down Sepulveda. You know, it's just you're not even getting it. OK, bye. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, and it really is. And yeah. you're just sitting Agreed.
0: there like, what just ha- happened?
1: And the the sad thing is, I would be driving back and forth up and down Sepulveda. Please call. Please (laughs) call. I would. I'd be panicking.
0: Quinn hangs up on him like he's an idiot because he doesn't get it right away. And then she calls back and she's yelling at him and she's like, just do it. So everyone just needs so to, like, use their indoor voices, please, on 911 and
1: hostage phone calls. Please. But she is in a hostage situation, so she doesn't have to. But she does need to try to be as clear as possible, which I feel like... And a little if bit if of you're in sugar host- and honey goes a long way, Quinn. If you're in a hostage situation, focus and just get your message there out. Yes. Get your message out. Focus, Quinn. And it
0: doesn't hurt. Be a little nicer. Mm-mm. It's like the girl from Silence of the Lambs in The Well. Which I've done that Halloween costume a couple times. Like Jodie Foster comes in and she's kind of like, rescue me. Don't be like that. Don't leave me in here. Yeah, she's she's so rude.
1: Be nicer when you're She's a senator's daughter, Kimberly. Mm -hmm. And she is an American girl. Sorry, that song every time. That's the song that's playing when she's driving in the car. Oh, you're right. Tom Petty's American Girl.
0: When she she gets kidnapped. Mm -hmm. That's That's a good movie. Okay. So Quinn tells Reed to go to the Chick-fil-A for the money drop, which I did not like because it's just so I want it to be like, leave the money in front of the Monet painting at the museum or at the sidewalk cafe, not leave it in the acid reflux section of the CVS.
1: Wait, hold on. Did they go to Chick Fil A first? They did a, they attempt a first drop. So Chick Fil A is the, the second. The first
0: drop was kind of just like a street locate. Like she was just, yeah. And they it was never the thing. made it because Quinn couldn't understand with or Reed couldn't understand within two seconds. Chick Fil A is number two. Got it. Then what happens at the Chick Fil A is the kidnappers spot one of the cop cars, and Reed gets a mysterious text from Quinn's phone saying, "I know you want me dead." So she's pissed the kidnappers are pissed and chick-fil-a drop is now over then the fbi comes onto the case and mank explains to us what cell phone pings are because it's 2011 and i guess we didn't know yet This it's really was cute. cereal out uh no cereal i don't think was so, out. There,
1: so we wouldn't know what cell we phone pings know. are is that what taught cereal- us do you think yes adnan adnan taught us so much rabia hmm Sorry, our third drop. Go ahead. Or where are you at?
0: Well, there's a lot of incompetent police. I think the cars being spotted in Chick-fil-A was incompetent police. This is the huge incompetent police, though. They get a warrant for Quinn's cell phone so that they can follow it. And on the warrant that they get signed by the judge, someone transposed two of the numbers. So they're literally following the wrong cell phone for an entire day.
1: And this is like an emergency warrant. She's taken on yes. whatever on Saturday, fr- Friday, Friday night,
0: Friday. I, I thought it was Saturday. They made no, it seem Friday. like it was Saturday.
1: No, it's Friday. And then all day Saturday while yeah. they're getting this. Emer- they've gotten this emergency warrant on Friday yes. night. They're following the wrong phone. Who got fired? How many? How people many got people fired? got fired? They must have been under tremendous pressure. Time. Yeah. Time is a wasting. And, it, and maybe you know it was two what? numbers. Dyslexia that kinda, is no joke. No, It's not.
0: So god forbid if that's what they suffer from we're sorry but, but maybe, maybe that's that person not the isn't job filling for you. Out the warrants. Yeah, maybe that's not the job for you, honey. It's like maybe. I don't know
1: left from right so maybe police dispatcher is not the job for me yeah. when I have to tell people where to go.
0: Exactly. So know your know your weaknesses and your strengths. So I started thinking about, since they were following the wrong people for a whole day, who were they following? And I thought it would be really funny if they were following other Dateline people that took place in Florida. Oh, yeah. What if they were just following a family going to to Disneyland? And it was like, they appear to be on Pirates of the Caribbean now. <laughs> 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 Apparently Quinn... Is getting a Disney churro. World.
1: They're yeah. at Epcot.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're at Epcot. Quinn got a churro, and now she is in well, the China section.
1: My thought is they probably didn't follow it the full day. They must have figured it out when the you know the phone was doing stuff. Well, it was no, taking the them. the phone started was it going was them in the opposite direction. That's yeah,
0: right. and they thought it was going, so they were like. Should we go to wherever?
1: So incompetent police following the wrong phone. Then what happens?
0: The FBI negotiator brings in Quinn's mom to get involved. Because the kidnappers are done with Reed. They're like, you've messed up too many times. You tried to be a hero. And we specifically said in our note, don't be a hero. So screw you. We're going to go to the mom who won't be a hero. So they bring in Quinn's mom.
1: They don't know. They don't know how much of a hero true is.
0: Well, maybe they didn't know that she was a manager at Walmart. And, and she was those a dog shower. the truest heroes of our society. And she's she was best shower. in show. She's best yeah. in show. She has the two left feet and she's walking in the circle. <laughs> she does. Okay. So Quinn's mom has to do the money drop. And you can totally mark off Walmart on the bingo card because she works at Walmart. Now – but I kind of felt like – but I think this was judgy. I kind of felt like if I were Quinn's mom and my daughter was that rich, I would not want to work at Walmart and I would want to live in a lap of luxury like in their guest house or something. But Quinn's mom is spunky. And probably hardworking, and it's like, no, I'd retire on my time. I'm going to That
1: is 100% correct. For, yeah. She wants to be her own woman. She's got her own life going. Mm-hmm. She doesn't need her daughter's money.
0: Good for you, Gail.
1: No, she's fine. And there is, again, probably a plan later in life for to when retire. Gail decides to retire that yeah. there'll be a mother in law unit or something yeah. that her daughter can help her with. But
0: I like that she's like, I don't care that there are grandchildren there. I still have to live my own life. I may be a grandma, but that's not my whole position in life that would be me. I'd be Gail's like, good
1: people. Gail's, Gail's, Gail's I like. good. Yeah, okay. we like Gail.
0: So Gail goes to the money drop, which if we thought we couldn't get less romantic than the Chick-fil-A, we are now doing a money drop in a public bathroom. And there's a note in the toilet paper dispenser. And it's a long note. It's almost like the jean Bonnet Ramsey note. Long. Who's just sitting there for – I don't get it. And it says to drop the money – at joe's crab shack because they don't want to actually do the money drop in the toilet they want it it's like a scavenger hunt yeah it totally is just drop the
1: money in the toilet
0: no but it's like i'm going to lead you to one location and then there's going to be a clue and it's going to rhyme find where you seek (laughs) the crabs that are chic and then like you'd go to the (laughs) the crab check and on the note says if you mess up i'm dead so they're serious now these kidnappers Who we've still never spoken to because they keep putting Quinn on the phone instead of them.
1: Well, see, now, I don't know. This bugged me in Dateline because they said at this point that this was the first mention that they make of actually killing her, which is totally not true. Because Quinn says it at the Chick-fil-A drop. She texts, she oh, you, texts it you, to read. I know you want me dead. She says, I know you want, or no, I know you're going to get me dead or something. There's something that like is in reference to her dying. So yeah. they make this big deal about this letter being the first time they're talking about killing her. Well, and I'm that like, note was from, not that true. text
0: could have been from Quinn. And
1: Do you know why it's also not true? Because it says it in the ransom note.
0: Oh, I didn't have time to read that thing. It was like an opus.
1: Again, Jean Benet. First sign long. that something's weird.
0: Way too long. Um, po-
1: poetic ransom note.
0: Yeah. Don't be a hero, read. So don't be a
1: hero. Anyone. The
0: mom says to the FBI, because mom is a manager at Walmart and you know she is used to juggling multiple balls in the air at the same time. So she yeah. says, FBI, dudes, make sure you watch this bag after I drop it because I don't want some strangers coming in to pick it up and taking the money and then my daughter's dead.
1: She so doesn't trust them.
0: She does not trust them, and then she's right because guess what happens? So these dudes come and pick up the bag, and the FBI start tailing them in their cars. And then Quinn is calling her mom, saying, "Mom, where's the money?" And Gail is saying, "It's at it's at the chick or it's at the crab shack. It's right there." And Quinn's like, "We don't see it." The so mom gets so annoyed too on the phone. She's like, "Jesus, Quinn, are these guys blind?" The
1: bag is right
0: there. She's so annoyed. I see where Quinn gets it from. So the police hear one of the kidnappers' voices for the first time. They pick up the phone and they're like, we're not effing around. Where is the money? It's not there. So then the FBI, they're following these guys who picked up the bag. And then they see these guys talking to a local police person in a police car. Now, what happened was the FBI had not told the local police about the money drop because they didn't want it to go public. So these local police had pulled over these guys who had called the police. It's so confusing. So the guys that had pulled over had gotten the bag and then had driven away were not the kidnappers. They are German college exchange students. Yep. It sounds like a joke. It sounds like a Mad Lib puzzle. Like, enter a country, yeah. enter, like, a profession. <laughs> uh, and German. Enter- yeah, exactly. It's like, so, what is happening? They pick up the bag. They just think, oh, cool, we have this bag with money in it. That's amazing. Mm. So they start driving, and then they notice these cars following them really obviously. So they get freaked out, these guys who have the money. They decide we don't want this money. There's something up going on. We're being followed by people. It's like mafia or something. So they call the local police and they say we are scared. We picked up this bag of money. We just want to turn it in. We're being followed by some guys. We don't want anything. We just want to give you the money. Can we just turn in the money? And they're freaking out. So they give it to the local police who have no idea about this whole money drop thing. So they called the cops on the FBI, basically, that were following them. So this is now three attempts at a money drop that are completely failed. It's a comedy of errors, really. It's like Reno no. 911.
1: So at this point, too, when the, the, the mom gets a text that is like, Who's Ford Explor- whose Ford Explorer is that in the driveway? It's, like, around this time. So, mm-hmm. like, literally the FBI just pulled in Pulled their into car. the yeah.
0: driveway of the house, even though the kidnappers had said, don't go to the police. Don't go
1: to the police. The, I'm just going to pull my car with government plates yeah. into the driveway. Sure, they won't know. Fine.
0: They won't know. Yeah. I'm sure they're not watching the house. So, Quinn has now been gone for 43 hours. For me. Can you even imagine, though, how annoyed She's furious and Quinn's mom is pissed and the kidnappers are pissed. I would be pissed, too.
1: Reed's pissed.
0: I'd be like, dudes, this should have been done in two hours tops. Yep. We should have all gotten out of here in time for dinner. It's now been days. So yeah. And then there's this whole thing with Reed deciding that he's going to go get his own money. To give to them because yeah. he's fed up with the police doing their thing. But he can't go to get money out of the bank because it's Labor Day weekend and Monday the bank will be closed. Again, the odds are never in their favor in this episode. But that's
1: not how Dateline puts it.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much how they put it. Well, no, you made they- it – They, you thought it was like the – FBI was trying to get the money.
1: Because that's the person that's being interviewed says we were going to get the money, but the banks were closed on Labor Day. I have a feeling the FBI can get twenty five thousand dollars or fifty thousand dollars from their own private stash of money. I think
0: that's generous.
1: And I I think think also it might take longer.
0: Yeah. I don't don't know. I mean they got situation. So, anyways, what we didn't say is in the bag they put ten thousand dollars instead of fifty. Yeah, they're cheaping out. And it's
1: marked. And it's marked and it was
0: supposed to be not marked. And Mankey is interviewing the FBI going, are you guys in the habit of not listening to kidnappers' demands? And the FBI goes, well, we set the rules. They don't set the rules.
1: Oh, come on.
0: I kind of think they're setting the rules, though. Katie, we all like to set the rules when it comes to our boobs. We're in charge.
1: (laughs) Yes, we are. When it comes to wearing a bra, the struggle has been decades long for the women in my family. It's been about finding a bra that fits okay, just okay, mm. and maybe doesn't yeah. look totally crazy in a t-shirt. <laughs> That's what it's been about. I never knew what I was missing, honestly, until Pepper. Pepper bras are designed to perfectly fit a double A to B cup. Founded by women, Pepper bras provide the perfect fit with no more cup gaps or unnatural, uncomfortable padding. Because did you know that industry standards were designed for a 36C? Rude. Shocking. So for those of us with smaller cups, finding the perfect fit is seriously a losing battle. And Till Pepper, Pepper's mission is to inspire women to embrace the flat in flattering with bras (laughs) that celebrate your body. And clearly there is a big cup gap itself in the bra market, which is why the all you bra from Pepper was 470% funded on Kickstarter when they launched. Oh, I love that. That is the cup gap in the market that needed smaller size cups filled and Pepper was here to give everyone comfortable and stylish bras that are so comfortable you honestly forget you're wearing it. They have over 11,000 five-star reviews and I know why. Women love Pepper because for many of them, this is the first bra in their life that actually fits. My sister is so overjoyed with her Pepper bras that she has finally thrown away her favorite bra and I use that term loosely (laughs) that was only her favorite because she had it pinned with a safety pin in this specific spot so that it fit correctly and looked good in clothes she told me her favorite thing is to not have to choose her outfit around which bra she was going to wear that day because all of her bras made her look different depending on what shirt she was wearing so this is one less Mm -hmm. thing for her to worry about in the morning thanks to pepper And Pepper, like us here at A Date with Dateline, is all about body positivity. And their products are designed to make you feel empowered and love your body just as it is. You can try Pepper risk-free with free U.S. shipping and returns on orders over $99. And if you are a proud card-carrying member of the IBTC, get 20% off your first order when you go to wearpepper.com forward slash date. That's W E A R P E P P E R dot com slash date to get twenty percent off your first order. Wearpepper.com slash date. Terms apply available at wearpepper.com forward slash terms. Make feeling salty about ill-fitting bras a thing of your past and pepper your future with bras that actually fit.
0: Very good. Thank you, Pepper. Katie, you know what powered my trip through Vegas? Monk Pack.
1: Oh yes, True it did. Story.
0: I went to I went to 7 Eleven before the trip. I spent I don't want to say how much food money on junk food.
1: An embarrassing amount.
0: An embarrassing amount. Anyways, I ate some of it on the road trip up there and I felt disgusting. You did. And then from then on for the rest of the trip. Monk Pack. I switched to my delicious, nutritious Monk Pack bars. I could quickly eat one between meeting listeners and solving cold cases, which is what you do at Crime Con. Yeah. Monk Pack Keto Granola and Nut and Seed Bars contain one gram of sugar or less, two to three grams of net carbs, and only 150 calories or less per bar. They're perfect for the average detective team, as seen on TV. The overly- eager young cop who eats low sugar and gluten-free, and then the cop who's too old for this bleep and just wants to eat something that tastes good, it works for both of them. I threw a box of the peanut butter dark chocolate and the coconut chocolate chip in my luggage because those are my go-to right now. It's constantly changing, but right now those are my go-to. Yeah, They satisfied my cravings for those snack bars from my childhood, but I didn't have a sugar crash. Perfect. I was good to go. They're non-GMO and plant-based, but they taste like dessert. Get 20% off your first purchase of any Monk Pack product by visiting MonkPack.com and entering our code DATELINE at checkout. To get started, go to monkpack.com that's m u n k p a c k.com and select any product, then enter the code dateline at checkout to save 20% off your purchase. Monkpack is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll exchange the product or refund your money, whichever you prefer. But you're going to love it.
1: They're delicious, nutritious, and they're amazing.
0: I've solved the crime for your hunger.
1: Oh, <laughs> thank you, Monk Pack. <laughs>
0: Thank you, Monk Pack. We love you. So the FBI tells Quinn's mom, okay, you need to be aggressive. You need to be like if there's a customer who is trying to return something and it's past the 90 days. <laughs> And they won't settle for store credit. You need to be aggressive. And poor Gail is like this Midwestern mom. And she's has the short little haircut and the glasses. And she's like, I don't know how to be aggressive. Like, I took an improv class in college. But what do I do?
1: No, really she was sad. good. She's a Walmart manager. She, she has to turn people away all the time.
0: She was like a mom can't come back lifting anymore, the car Sue. out of to rescue their babies. She's like, I'll find the strength inside me. And she reached down. I'll pull out my inner assertiveness.
1: She's got it. No, and she good.
0: totally starts yelling at the kidnappers on the phone. And they're like, they're, she's saying, I'm not giving you money until Quinn is in the seat of my car. And the yeah. kidnappers are like, I'm telling you what to do. You don't tell me what to do. And Gail's like, I'm telling you what to do.
1: Yeah, she is. <laughs> it's Go, Mom. Get so it, Mom.
0: So then the police get a photo, an email with a photo of Quinn. And she's looking tired and And upset, but otherwise unhurt. Now, this time the blooper happens to the kidnappers. The photo of Quinn comes with GPS coordinates on it, which was very exciting for like half a second. But then the police go to the location where the photo was taken and no one's there. It's totally empty. Then the story goes public, which we don't know how. Somebody leaked it to somebody and the kidnappers are so mad.
1: Do you think it's Reed?
0: I actually, now that you say that, it totally could be Reed. Because if he was that frustrated with the police and he felt like the public needed to get involved somehow, like they needed tips.
1: But remember what he said. I forgot about this from the episode until just this minute. The police were suspicious of Reed because one of the first things that he asked when he came in is, does the media know? Is the media involved? Right. He was, had wondered if this had gone to the press. So I'm wondering if something... It is a weird thing
0: to wonder right away.
1: But I'm wondering if something in his business, he deals with the press a lot. Right. And so he's thinking he can use the press to a disadvantage or his advantage in right. this situation. Well, you could so, definitely
0: use it to put pressure on the police. If the community's yeah, outraged, then they have correct. are under even more pressure to find her.
1: And he was mad at the Get their police, act together so. and do something. Right. Um, yeah.
0: So... But the kidnappers are so mad that it's gone public. And this is my favorite part. I don't know why. They text to Gail, why is Quinn on the dot 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 news? (laughs) They write out the dot 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 for like dramatic dramatic effect. Yeah. Yeah. Why is Quinn on the news? It kills me.
1: No, wait. At this point, had it already come out, had Quinn said in the ransom letter that these guys were, what she say, they were Albanian? She said it in the ransom letter, yes, right? Yes, she
0: said it was three Albanian men.
1: Which also leads you, would leave you to believe that maybe they would not be writing something like that sort of dramatic pause. Well, there. it actually
0: makes sense when we get to a tweet later on. We'll come back to it.
1: Oh, I'm excited. Okay.
0: Okay. So it's now Monday. <laughs> This has been going on forever. Sweet Lord. I'm exhausted. I I can't imagine how they all feel no, everyone, because I just Josh want to die. is upset. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. everyone's upset. So poor Reed has been on the bench this whole time, and he's like, put me in, coach, which is the most I can do for a sports metaphor. Period. But it's not you bad. It works, right? And the police are still like, no, they don't like you anymore. So then,
1: do the setup. They take Gail out of the house because Gail's very stressed out, and it's been 24 hours with no word from Quinn. Right. Or not 24, 14 hours, something like that. Yeah. So the FBI agent, the female FBI agent, takes her to the FBI headquarters just to, like, breathe some fresh air, and they're sitting out in this courtyard. Yeah. And, of course, Gail's That's cell phone when they rings the when call. they're not yeah. – when they're not recording, which also again we'll get to how in the world aren't they just recording everything. They everyone's recording cell phones?
0: on the phone. It sounds like it seems yeah, like don't... Gail is mic'd up, so they're only getting her point of view. But why don't they just have a recording device on the phone? Well, so this that... is
1: part of the B roll that drives me nuts that we'll we'll get to. But uh, yes.
0: So we mm-hmm. only hear Gail's side of the conversation, but apparently Quinn is hysterical and we get the soundbite heard round the world. Yes, it is. It's like the OJ Bronco chase. You'll never forget where were you when you first heard the sound bite that they use 10 times, it feels like, in the episode and the promos. And now I'm going to do it. It's going to hurt my voice. And I'm going to try back. to do it. I'm going to lean, lean back. back. Yeah. Lean back. Okay. Okay. So this is what we hear Gail on the phone. This is Gail's side of the conversation. Quinn! Quinn! <laughs> What's happening? Quinn! Is that okay? Is that kind of it?
1: If I can find a way to clone this and make it your ringtone when you're not suspecting <laughs> it, I'm going to scare. do it.
0: Can you imagine me laying on my couch like taking oh, a nap? Oh, I would love then,
1: it. I'm gonna. I gotta. Or figure I'm that in public.
0: Out. I'm at the post office, and my phone just starts going. Queen I hope no one was using this episode to fall asleep. I know some people do that. So don't do that. You're now awake. I'm so sorry. So Quinn. Quinn calls nine one one. So Quinn Burley. <laughs> So Quinn calls 911 because she's been set free, and she's hysterical. They set her free even though they never got the money, which is weird. So,
1: Yeah, a little bit. But
0: she's calling 911. The 911 operator was so nice to her, and Quinn is so annoyed still. I was on the news. I'm Quinn. I was kidnapped. And she's like, I am so sorry that that happened to you. Really nice to her. So Quinn and Gail, the mom, reunite at the police station Quinn's first words to her mom are screaming, you guys almost got me killed. So Gail. Quinn's the
1: favorite daughter.
0: The favorite. She's so nice to her mom. So Quinn, right away, she's very agitated. She's yelling at her mom, you guys almost got me killed. And she tells the police, I think Reed, my husband, wanted me dead. He didn't want me to survive this. It's like not like he set it up, kind of, but like he didn't want me to make it through. Or wasn't fighting for me to survive kind of thing. So...
1: Well, kind of that he might have set it up. Maybe,
0: yeah. And she says there's something dark and sinister about Reed. The police had also been suspicious of Reed at the very beginning. Because remember, it's been like 14 days since it started. So they've had time to clear him as a suspect. But at the beginning, they were suspicious of Reed.
1: But of course they are. Of
0: course, he's the husband. And their marriage was rocky. Apparently she partied. One night she came home with her underwear in her bag, which is always a good look. And uh, so they both cheated. And. It's weird because it, he had told the police they were considering having another baby and that their marriage was going OK. So maybe they were they, were they were on, on like the right track. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But Reed took a polygraph test and he passed with flying colors. The police do not suspect him at all. And the mom, Gail, had suspected him at the beginning. She even apologizes to Reed right away, which was nice. But Quinn is not mm-hmm. being helpful at all. Nope. When she got rescued. She's being really argumentative with the police and she refuses to talk about things. Things they're trying to get her story while it's fresh in her mind. That's what you do, right? You have to talk to them right away. And she's like, I'm not going to talk about that now. I told you attitude.
1: Really bad I don't want to go into
0: that, okay? Yeah, I'm
1: not going to be, I said I'm not going into that. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> it's very But very then they strange. don't, but they
1: sort of are like cutting and pasting a dateline so you can't really figure out what's going on. Why is she talking to them like that? So yeah. we get a little more info later, but still, it's weird.
0: So they let her go home to rest and she gets some sleep. And two days later, she is a different Quinn when she comes in. She's mm-hmm. She is very helpful. Her voice is a lot softer. And mild-sounding, it's almost like she's a different person. She says that she was brainwashed within 24 hours of the kidnapping to believe that her husband wanted her dead. But now that she has been out for 20 48 hours, she is unbrainwashed. She's, like, very brainwashable and then unbrainwashable. It's all very fast for Quinn. Stockholm Syndrome. It's, like, in and out. So... (laughs) Imagine being brainwashed and then unbrainwashed in the period of four days. Usually That's that lot. stuff takes months. She um, must be tired. <laughs> so she had started her day of the kidnapping with a facial at a spa and a yoga class because she's Quinn and she's a rich mom. And no shame, whatever. So this okay. guy comes into her closet when she's changing and... <laughs>
1: Yeah, she'd gotten out of the shower after yoga, right? Yeah, after yoga.
0: And this guy walks in with a gun and yellow rubber gloves on. Yeah. So he doesn't get dishpan hands.
1: but like Because kidnapping
0: can chafe.
1: (laughs) And also can't pull the trigger.
0: No, yeah, you're right. It's so clumsy. You can't do anything in those gloves. You can't do anything with those gloves. No,
1: they're the worst.
0: So she's taken to a warehouse by this be-gloved man and tied up. It's this one guy. uh, This is where it gets really weird. He unties her so that she can go to sleep, which Katie doesn't believe ever would happen. She thinks Uh they would make you sleep in the chair. So They would
1: never untie you to sleep. They would untie you to use the restroom, if anything. Yeah, maybe. I'm acting like an expert, but...
0: Maybe they would just fold the chair down so you could be in a laying down position, but you're still tied to the chair. Oh, but
1: like your legs are up?
0: No, that would be on your back. I'm thinking side. You'd still be tied to the chair and then they just tilt the chair over on its side. Oh,
1: on your side.
0: Yes. Yeah, so so you're in still a sitting position to be on your side. Prone as you're sleeping, but you're tied to a chair still.
1: That's nonsense.
0: No, because think how much harder it is to get up when you're tied to a chair that's on the ground than it is to get up when you're tied to a chair that is upright and erect. The kidnapper unties her so she can go to sleep. Then he lays down next to her behind her kind of spooning her almost and he's kissing her neck the cop says to quinn what were you thinking at this moment and she says i'm thinking we're gonna have sex not he's gonna rape me but we're gonna have sex so her idea in this moment is that she's gonna be the very best lover possible for him so that he'll keep her alive Mm -hmm. because he'll like having sex with her so much and the cops is like, yeah, yeah, that make, that makes sense. That's mm-hmm. a great plan. It would never occur to me to go for that strategy. So mm-hmm. Quinn tells the cop everything about the sex that they have. She says they did it in every position all night long. And she admits that. She kind of enjoyed it at some and points. At some, she said, "I'm not gonna." She said, "I was trying to act like I enjoyed it, and I'm not gonna lie. At some points, I almost did."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, when I first saw this episode, I was very judgy and like, "That's crazy," but then and found out that it is fairly common for rape victims to have some amount of pleasure from it, and they feel really guilty about that because it's just a physiological response so Mm -hmm. i don't want to be too judgy about quinn but the way she's describing the encounter is it's like a romance novel like or like 50 shades of gray oh and her Mm -hmm. name is gray um Mm -hmm. but she's saying it like she's telling a girlfriend about this hot encounter she had to make them jealous almost it's very strange Mm -hmm. um that was my interpretation is that your interpretation
1: as well my first thought was oh she she's in on this. Mm. That's a that's a odd thing mm-hmm. to to tell the cop in that way. I think that your observation that it just the way she was saying all night long every position that's what started it sort yeah. of. Yeah. And
0: again, no shame if she actually is a victim. And she did have some sort of pleasure from it. No shame in that. No one should have any shame. God forbid we want to be shaming victims. And but we are she unfortunately
1: doesn't... not getting the whole of that interview. There right. could definitely be something that she says right before, like, I don't know where my head was at. Mm-hmm. Or she could have said that immediately following those statements. And this is the way it was cut. This is what we've seen. But mm-hmm. The way that it's cut and the what we've seen is atypical of, I think, what most we viewers were would imagine. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe like
0: or, it's a coping mechanism to describe it like a romantic thing, so you're it not definitely
1: could be feeling I see that like it
0: was a rape. Is that yep. possible? No, I, I think know. that's
1: that's a good point. Actually, no, I think that's a good point. I think everybody reacts differently, right? And right. we're seeing a snippet, we're seeing yes. a, a minute of it, but it is a very, it is a minute that you'll remember in definitely. the episode. So yeah. I, I wish we'd been able to see a little more yeah. to get and it's that little...
0: combined with all of the other parts of the story it's in a little unfair situation
1: that yeah so okay.
0: the kidnapper and now she thinks there's only one she thought there was right. three at the beginning but now she thinks there's only this one guy um he takes her to a hotel and he goes to the grocery store and i believe she waits in the car at this point when he goes into the grocery store and gets them chicken drumettes which she says like 80 times that they're eating right. these spicy chicken drumettes and it's the way she says it I can't stand it. I don't know what chicken drumettes are. I don't like the way she says it. It rubs me the wrong way. I don't know why, but stop saying it, Quinn.
1: Because it's not because it's a chicken wing.
0: Just say chicken wing then. These right. these drumettes. Why can't she just say we were eating chicken why does she yeah. keep having to say that it was a drumette?
1: Yeah. what Have you ever been to a place that had uh, chicken drumettes on the menu? I feel like chicken drumettes would be on a cruise menu when they're trying <laughs> to jazz it up. Yes. You know, they're yes. saying we mm-hmm. have sous vide blobbity blah. And then below it, yeah. it says chicken drumettes with horseradish or with Worcester yes. or something yes. like that. There's some sort of elaborate saucing. Yes. But it's a chicken drumette. And then you get it, and it's a plate of four chicken wings mm-hmm. and a little bit of iceberg in your. Yeah. And you're sort of bummed disappointed,
0: out. yeah. What do you do if you're stuck in a kidnapping situation because the cops keep messing up the money drop, and your kidnapper only wants to eat chicken drumettes twenty four seven with nary a vegetable in sight? You take your travel packs of AG one from Athletic Greens with you.
1: Yes, you do.
0: Katie and I have hopped on the AG train. Choo choo choo, healthy bodies ahead. <laughs> I started taking AG1 because I wanted more energy, better digestion, and I'm really not good about taking a ton of vitamins. AG1 by Athletic Greens is a scoop of 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and something called adaptogens, which I think make your body adapt to being healthier. They help you start your day right. I've been putting it in my smoothies in the morning because honestly, I was worried I wouldn't like the taste because I don't love vegetables. Surprise, it tastes freaking amazing. I was shocked. It tastes great. So now I just put it straight in my water. Sometimes I still put it in my smoothies, some mornings straight water. It has this like tropical taste that's not overwhelming. It's great. I actually look forward to drinking it every morning. Agreed. Plus, it has a million health benefits. It supports mental clarity and alertness, which is how I am sharp enough to know when someone on Dateline is full of it. The founder of Athletic Greens experienced a ton of health issues, which I share um, some might say a little too much of on this podcast. Hashtag toilet troubles. And the (laughs) supplements that he was recommended cost him over $100 a day. I can't afford that. Yeah. AG1 costs less than $3 a day for all of those supplements in one. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five travel packs with your first purchase All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash date dateline. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash date dateline to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I never thought I'd consider myself athletic, but here we are.
1: Athletic Greens is for people. (laughs) Thank you, Athletic Greens. Two people got that, but it's so worth it. (laughs) And you're one of them. That's why it's worth it.
0: (gasps) Amazing. Thank you, Athletic Greens. Katie, I am head over heels, not like I'm in love, like I'm overwhelmed with my brother's upcoming wedding. Oh. Any advice? Yeah. It's all we talk about all day long.
1: As it can be with weddings, they can be overwhelming, but they can also be really easy if you start right and go to the right place to get everything in order. Look, they're a magical day for both the couple getting hitched and for the guests. Weddings are really fun, but it is a lot of moving parts. So you want to make sure as many of those parts can get handled as quickly and easily as possible that's why for any kind of wedding you want there's one place to start and that's Zola Zola has everything that you need all in one place they've thought of everything venues invites registry and more they'll be with you every step of your wedding planning journey and I didn't realize when I was planning my wedding how particular I would be about little aspects like save the dates matching my theme perfectly or finding a venue that would allow lots of paper confetti to be released at a certain time You wouldn't (laughs) think that would be a thing. It is a thing. But this is why you need a wedding guide like Zola. Zola is like a best friend who is also a wedding expert that can steer you in the right direction. Whatever your style or budget, Zola has got you covered. They've got venues, photographers, florists, and more to make your wedding happen. And once you've set that date, you can send your save the dates and invitations right on Zola 2, which is such a time saver. And there's so many great designs to choose from. And you can get a wedding website for free. And free is not a word that most people associate with weddings. Yeah. And let me tell you, a wedding website is crucial for your guests to have an easy view of all the details of the day. So you're not fielding a bazillion questions when you're trying to sort out why your brother-in-law has decided to be on roller skates coming down the aisle. Have you seen that video?
0: <laughs> no, I'm looking it up right now, though.
1: He insisted on being the flower girl, and he's on skates, but it's he's skating backwards with yes. the headphones. <laughs> it's glorious. But don't forget, Zola is also there to help you when building your wedding registry. Whatever you want, whatever your interests, they've got you covered. New cookware, camping equipment, his and her massage chairs. Zola is here to help. Look, wedding planning shouldn't take over your life. And Zola has thought of everything so that you can plan the celebration that's right for the two of you. Zola's gonna help you skate through the process of preparing all those details for the big day. <laughs> so start planning the wedding that you want at zola.com forward slash date dateline. That's Z O L A dot com forward slash date dateline. Zola D, Zola Da, wedding fun. Yes, yeah, Zola, get your wedding done.
0: That was beautiful. Thank you, Zola. So the police go to the grocery store, and they look through the surveillance footage, and they find a dude buying the chicken drumettes. They show his picture to Quinn, and Quinn says, yes, that's him. So they release the picture to the public. And then, surprise number 2017 in this episode, the police get a tip about the photo on the news, and it's from the guy in the photo. <laughs> he calls in. And he's like, um, why do you have my photo on the news about some woman kidnapping? He calls it a woman kidnapping. The best part of the episode. I think this is the antithesis to the Quinn Quinn, because I hate that moment so much. But I love this audio moment so much when he says that. Why do you have my photo on the news about some woman kidnapping? And the (laughs) 911 operator goes, is that you? Is that you? Is that you? He's so excited, <laughs> like he's. Like, I wanted the guy to be like, "Yeah, bro, that's me." And he's like, "Dude, everyone's been looking for you." Is Funny. that you?
1: It's so. It's such a natural human reaction. He's so surprised
0: and excited. The guy calls. Like, is that, yeah, yeah. He looks. He's oh. like first, like very formal. Like nine one one. What is your emergency? Is that you? Yeah. so that you? good. <laughs> I want to be friends with that guy because I think he probably works with what's her face, Gladys. What was our lady's name? Our dispatch Babs. operator. Deb. Deb? Deb? Babs? Deb.
1: Deb. I feel like it was Deb. And she is
0: cranky, kind of, and like, just get to the point. Let's do our job. Right. But this guy, like Charles is yeah. like young on the job and he's excited and like, is that you? And she kind of hits him with her arm and she's like, oh my God, he's so out of here. I can't with him. This, kid But he's not
1: because he's going to get promoted because he's he, related to somebody.
0: Yes. They, people love him, but Babs yeah. doesn't. Bev, it's Bev. Bev,
1: Bev, Bev doesn't, doesn't love no. him. Bev, Bev does not have time for he him. He doesn't
0: go by the protocols. He no. just goes by gut instinct and connecting to people. But she mm-hmm. has all of the knowledge, but not the emotional connection. To no, people. because
1: she does her job, how she was trained. Yeah. And then sometimes he gets it real right. He does a good job, and it's frustrating. It's frustrating for, for her. Um, okay, so tell, tell us about oh. – So
0: Okay, so the guy that calls 911, his name is Jasmine Asmanovic, and he is Bosnian, not Albanian. He's mm-hmm. from a really good family. He is one degree away from – Um, a degree in criminal justice one credit away from a degree in criminal justice so he's not your typical kidnapper yeah it is ironic (laughs) so he waives his right to remain silent which is odd for someone studying criminal justice now that i think about it that he's like sure i'll talk without a lawyer sounds great
1: i've been studying this very thing he's also kind of an overconfident boob he's
0: super cocky He's on his cell phone. He's like, he's,
1: let's meet for paintball later, bro. Mm-hmm.
0: And he's leaning back in his chair, like kind of like, yeah. s- like on the heels of the chair, like he doesn't care that it might tip over because he's cool like Zach Morris. And He's uh, also
1: in flip-flops. Yeah. Or some sort of man sandal.
0: Yeah. So, oh, no, the contacts are getting – you guys, it's getting late because she's starting to rub at her eyes and her contacts just can't <laughs> see. <laughs> so now she's starting to wink at me. Like We
1: call that the winky, <laughs> the blinky face.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so he, (laughs) yeah, Jasmine says he has no clue what's going on. He had been with this girl all weekend, having like Mm -hmm. a one night stand with this girl named Stacy that he met in a bar and he saw Quinn's picture on the news, but he doesn't recognize her at all. And the police push him for eight hours. He basically says he's smarter than the police. He's like, I'm leaving here today. You have nothing on me. And Mm -hmm. The cop, who is so nice and needs chapstick really badly, keeps pushing. Then he pushes him just hard enough where finally Jasmine says, maybe I do know Quinn, but I can prove that I'm innocent. I don't know that lady, but if I did know her, I didn't do anything to her. And I have a tape that could get me off. But again, I don't know her and I didn't do anything to her. But if I did know her, I have audio tape that would prove that i didn't Jeez. do anything to her
1: but he also said that he was in the hotel for the weekend with stacy right he like yeah. admits that he had been in a hotel with that's true because the cop is quotes. like
0: so you were at a motel this quinn girl was at a motel but you right. weren't there together they're like it's quinn stacy and he's like no no but if it was i have proof that right. I, that i didn't do anything wrong So the tape is at Jasmine's house. His ex-girlfriend takes the tape. She gives it to Jasmine's sister, who turns it over to Jasmine's lawyer, who turns it over to the police. So Jasmine's plan of not giving the tape to the police went really well. On the tapes, this is our shocker of the episode. Quinn and Jasmine appear to be in on it in cahoots and Jasmine is taping Quinn without her knowledge because he's scared that she might flip on him because there's no honor among thieves. So on the Uh tape, it's revealed that Quinn stayed the whole night by herself at the hotel. She was left alone in the car. She like never left, even though she was free to leave. And Quinn says things on the tape that are odd that kind of make it Mm -hmm. seem like she's not in on it and kind of make it seem like she is like she says I'm starting to feel like I'm the sinister one which is kind of weird because why would she say I'm starting to feel like I'm the sinister one she wasn't at the beginning she was innocent at the beginning but now she's not and they're laughing about oh what the cops are doing right now they don't know what they're doing and if they could only hear us now yeah Yeah.
1: if they knew you'd been in the hotel room by yourself the whole night with a gun yeah yeah that and, was the comment, and then she yeah.
0: says, "I've been putting marks on my wrists with that rope for it to make bruises." Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, you're a smart girl." And, Come here,
1: and then they have sex, and then, you can hear it on the tape.
0: And then they have what sounds to be very consensual sex, and at, during coitus, Jasmine says, "Does Reed get this much action?" And Quinn, heavy breathing, says, "You know he doesn't." Boo. It's a. It's very sexual.
1: Sensual. Sensual.
0: Jasmine says they met a few weeks before at a gas station. Again, romance is not dead. They started an affair. And Quinn's motive was to get the money and leave her husband, which doesn't make any sense to me because she could have gotten so much more than 50 grand in a divorce. A divorce. They arrest Jasmine for extortion. And then they publicly announce that they're arresting Quinn and they bring her in in her little yoga pants and her pink top and her little pony and then Reed, shockingly, stands by his wife. He gives this interview on the Today Show, where which is very strange. He sounds like a Stockholm victim. This is what a real Stockholm victim sounds like. He says, I'm being presented with this evidence by the FBI that proves without a doubt that she was the mastermind of this. But I have no choice but to believe in my heart that she was kidnapped. What In one sentence, he says, I have indisputable proof that she was the mastermind, but I also in my heart know that she was kidnapped. So he sounds like a codependent Uh in denial person. Um, The mom, Gail, thinks that Jasmine manipulated Quinn because she is bipolar, which is news. She had only been recently released from a treatment facility for alcoholism, and when she stopped drinking... That's when her bipolar tendencies suddenly came forward. And then her doctor admits that she doesn't meet all the criteria for bipolar. Mm. But some of the things for bipolarism are like hypersexuality during Mm -hmm. a manic episode. So that kind of fits along with it. Mm -hmm. And this kind of like irrational drama seeking stuff. Mm hmm. I don't know. There's this this whole thing. Just none of it makes sense. And there are parts in the tape that do sound like a kidnapping. He says, you're going home tonight. I promised you that from the beginning that you're going right. home tonight, didn't I? And she's like, yes. So that seems weird. And then yes. there's no evidence that they knew each other before the kidnapping. There's no text message trail or where did they meet to have sex? There's no evidence of any of that, which is strange. Right unless they both used burner phones. Get our burner dual pack. Reed arranges a private lie detector test for Quinn because he's now starting to get suspicious. She fails the test. Yeah. Then he finally, Reed finally agrees to listen to the tapes that the police have, including the sex tape. That's when he changes his mind and he files for a divorce. It might've been the, does Reed get, as much action as this you know he doesn't part and then shockingly they give quinn joint custody in the divorce what yeah so quinn pleads no contest to extortion she and jasmine get time served and they have to pay back the 80 grand in overtime costs for the police she still says that she didn't know jasmine before and wasn't in on the kidnapping But she says she doesn't believe she's blameless in everything that happened after the kidnapping. Right. She was a victim, but then she kind of got in on it during the kidnapping. Right. Um, And the sheriff very kindly thinks that it just it was a cry for help, that she was unhappy in her life. And which I thought was nice of him to say, because he could have said it a lot meaner. So then... Let's go back to the photo album. Who yes. left that photo album on the couch if they were staging this as a kidnapping? That's too perfect. You, so we can picture that she's some innocent Wife just sitting at home during the day Looking longingly at her photo Album because she's a dutiful wife Who mm-hmm. happens to get kidnapped That's too perfect, don't do that
1: Or it's the kidnapper being like This is what you're going to lose Remember mm-hmm. you married this woman, this is what You're going to lose if you don't Follow our instructions. But
0: how much time did They have in the house that they could find A photo album, look through it Find the photo they wanted. I'm sure he'd Where's your wedding I'm album? I'm sure he
1: said, where's the wedding album? Yeah. It
0: seems like a really specific thing to do. It does. It's-
1: but I don't think that Quinn came home from yoga, took a shower. I mean, looked at some photos, went upstairs, no. took a shower. Like, yeah. I don't think that happened. And then
0: but- left them open. Left the photo right. album open.
1: Lovingly open. Because I just have right. to
0: take a shower right now. Um, right. d- Did I miss anything? Is there anything you want to talk about?
1: Well, I read all the transcripts.
0: Yeah, I remember
1: that I came away very confused. I will say this: they are available online. If you, they're in Nancy Grace episodes. They play almost the entirety of them.
0: Did Nancy Grace come up with a, a catchphrase for her?
1: Like, no, not really. Hot mom. No, I, not really. Not that I saw, but I didn't really read the Nancy Grace part. Kidnapped I sort of skipped blonde over that. or something. Maybe. Yeah, I'm sure she Yoga did. Yoga mom or something. Quinn Burley. But I I will tell you this. The transcripts are really damning that she was in on it. They planned it because they're talking the whole time in the tapes. They're trying to come up with this plan. And the big plan that they have is that when Quinn is going to be released, but she's supposed to keep it going. So that's why when she goes to the police that first night, she's like, I'm not going to tell you anything because they let me out to get the money. Because nobody here was competent enough to get them the money at the drop. So she's saying, she's supposed to go in and be like, everyone back off. I'm doing the drop on my own. This is my deal. Trying, Yeah, because kidnappers about, always
0: let go their person to get them the money themselves.
1: Always. And so then they're talking about upping the money to $100,000, stuff like that. And then he's basically coaching her in what to say. And she's saying, oh, no, I'm just going to be hysterical. I'm just going to be hysterical. That's why when oh, she calls right. her mom. are planning
0: the drop-off of how they're she's planning released and the 911 call. her release.
1: Call. Yes, correct. And so... So it's a lot of that, but then there are those weird moments where he says, you know, I did tell you from the first day that I'd let you go, right? I never lied to you. I never lied to you. So it does sort of seem like one possibility is that she came out of the shower, saw this guy in her house, and he's like, your husband owes me – because that was the deal, right? That he was – lo- they, they were loan They kept
0: saying sharks. that, yeah, that, that Reed owed $50,000 and they mm-hmm. were just trying to get their money back. Mm-hmm. Reed denies it. There was no evidence of it that he owed money right. to anyone.
1: Right. But so, that
0: was the theory. So, what is the possibility is that coincidentally, They just happened to kidnap a woman going through a manic episode who would go Bonnie and Clyde with them during the kidnapping.
1: Who said, you know what? I'll do you one better. Mm -hmm. I'll help you with this. You should kidnap me. Because they were there for him. They wanted the money from him. I don't think there was an intention. And she's like, why don't we come up with a plan if you'll split the money with me?
0: If you kidnap me right now.
1: Right. And then she got... Let's do a kidnapping. she
0: She got drawn into the romance of the kidnapping And started falling for him and having sex with him. And
1: And then then, as soon as she sort of broke out of that when she was home after 24 hours and had a night at her house with her children, with her husband. Or her manic
0: episode wore off.
1: Yeah. Who knows? So, I mean, I'm saying, I mean, I think that's a more likely scenario. But what are the
0: odds you would kidnap a girl who would be like,
1: yeah, I mean, you know
0: what? I'm in on this. Let's do it.
1: Wait, the Coke can is the best part of the story, remember? So he gives her this Coke can and he's like, here's what the key is going to be this Coke can is that I'm going to go and shoot a bullet hole in this Coke can and you're going to take this with you and say to the police. He shot this yards away in front of me to show me how fast he could kill me and my family. So I have dumb. to get him this like, money. A,
0: where are they doing this? Is this the Wild West? And you line up like bottles to sh- like they're on a ranch and you sh- yeah. like line up bottles and practice target shooting. They're in the city. Where are they doing this?
1: I would love to talk to the to the police officers on this. Wait, and but see did she give she them the was- can? What she was like in this full video, she was waving it when they picked her up when 911 <laughs> picked her up, they said they saw a woman waving a coke can in the parking lot. That was her big thing. so that's my segue into the best b-roll ever, okay, which is this this coffee table, this like low-lying glass coffee table with the coffee mug, the water bottle. so it's coffee mug on one corner, water bottle on the other corner, half drunk diet Coke bottle. Why is that? What weird the heck to is you? that doing there? Because why is it there? Because they would make it nice. The house is nice, and all of a sudden there's this random it's diet. Coke very bottle.
0: hydrated. They have an array of beverages out at all times. Apparently.
1: This is why it's weird.
0: Yeah, it is. This kind is of
1: why weird. it's weird. Why is that sitting on? Maybe it was the one coffee of the kids. Table?
0: No kids. Don't I, maybe do diet it was coke? one
1: of the crew from Dateline. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "There's my diet coke. I made it in the episode."
0: I noticed on their side of their bed, they have this this like twig lamp. It's a circle, yes. An, yes. It's like a sphere made out of twigs,
1: branch orb. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. and I
0: just thought, wow, people buy the funniest things. Living spaces. Yes. Yeah. Um, they
1: and then do.
0: the other B roll is the opening, all the shots of the rich Florida, and then you zoom in, and we're shooting through the Mercedes hood ornament. Literally, they zoom or they zoom out wow. and through the little mercedes hood ornament it was very well done it was like a tarantino movie
1: except you missed the other thing that was not well done (laughs) which is at one point they're talking about the ransom money yeah (laughs) And the shot they show is like flip, 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 flip of dollars. And it's $5 bills. (laughs) They're talking about $50,000 and they're showing fives. And it's like flip, 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 flip. I mean, it could be like $40 maximum. I'm sure they did not deliver it in fives, but that was amazing. And then the other... Like, here's your
0: quarters. Yeah, exactly. Here's
1: Here's your sack of nickels. (laughs) The other weird one was, remember that I told you, the house kept changing colors. They yeah, had painted the house that. at some point. So we were getting some shots of the house in its blue and then later it changes to like a grayish green.
0: Why did they so not just keep the same
1: footage? I I don't I don't That's know. But they hilarious. did paint the house. Yeah. It That's was really funny. funny. I was like, wait, what? What's happening? Ugh. Yeah, it was good.
0: Do we have any precious moments? We like Gail. No. Poor Gail. Her kids are terrible. Um Poor Gail. MVP, you will you like Gail. Gail. I liked Reed. I didn't think Reed was that bad. Okay. And that one sheriff, I think, was okay. The whole FBI seemed kind of loser-ish to me. And yeah. The, yeah. I don't know. Uh, no, um,
1: it was really it was un- an unfortunate showing by law enforcement. <laughs> On the whole. I felt like in this episode it was not great. They're
0: wishing this episode did not ever air on repeats ever again.
1: Um bit. Oh wait, that was the other thing. I'm sorry, I just saw my notes. The concrete floor sex.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, you were obsessed. Uh, that with was that. an
1: important that was an important note because if they had been doing it all night long, as she described in, in every position yeah. in the warehouse on the concrete floor, she would be banged up. <laughs> oh boy. But that was my other that was the other thing they wanted to bring up.
0: Brands unhappy being on Dateline and are now associated with murder. Coke. (laughs) Coke cans. Chick-fil-A.
1: Joe's Crab Shack.
0: Chicken drumettes. Just chicken.
1: Chicken drumettes. Oh, wait. Wait a minute. I forgot something. The sheriff's stone on his desk. Remember? Do you remember what it says? So the sheriff, do you remember what the stone on his desk I don't remember. Patience? Attitude.
0: Attitude. (laughs) This job is... Is 10% heart, 90% attitude.
1: 90% attitude. Uh, That's good.
0: Do we have any better titles? Did yes. you have good ones or bad ones? I did
1: have decent ones. Okay,
0: then I'll go first. Um, Chick fil mm. Does
1: it
0: work? Sure. It really doesn't.
1: No, it works if you work it.
0: <laughs> is that from Drag Race?
1: I don't know.
0: Um, crab shack mishap
1: yep that's good
0: or crab shack setback
1: yes i like both both okay either one
0: the one with the Quinn. Quinn. yep and then i was playing around with like little drummer boy little Mm. drumettes girl oh okay it it doesn't work though could you i feel like you could fix it somehow
1: no little drumettes girl is probably about as close as i would get we do never know the truth
0: no we never know I would like her to be evaluated by a psychologist and I will issue a formal apology.
1: But she remarried in public. Yeah, and Reed remarried as well.
0: Good for him. He deserves happiness. So does she. She could be this tortured soul, lovely woman. I would never disparage people with mental illnesses. And yet I seem to have done that for the whole episode.
1: But that is not what people say on the internet. The internet is very mean about Quinn.
0: They really are. So I know I'm not alone at least. Yeah.
1: No. And then one person was nice, and they said, this is Quinn's sister. She keeps hopping on all these message boards. Really? They, like, attack her. I was like, oh, boy. Wait,
0: she hops on to defend Quinn? Mm-hmm. So she's one of the sisters? Yeah. Oh. She's one it's of the not-favorite children. Interesting. Yeah, yeah okay. I wonder
1: what her deal is. Um, yeah. What I have? Oh, I had the Germans did it. <laughs> I don't know why I had that. I had Shades of Grey. Come mm-hmm. on. hmm Mm-hmm. I had... The real victim is Quinn's mom. I don't know why I wrote that. <laughs> That's I true. I have, and then I have a gray area. Okay. And then I have quinning at life. Mm-hmm.
0: I actually very, yeah, I like that. And it's a and pun, then I but I like it.
1: A gale force Quinn.
0: <gasps> okay.
1: So I get points for that because I worked kind in of, gale Yeah, it's a, it's, a it's a double. It's a twofer. It's double. It's a twofer.
0: Yeah, I'm impressed by that. Well done.
1: Do we have um, Twitter?
0: We do have Twitter, even though oh, this good. episode aired quite a while ago. So some of them might be from like years ago when they originally aired, and some of them might be when it re aired. this Oh,
1: that's funny. That makes it better.
0: JP, SDB working, says, I really don't ever want to hear the words chicken drumettes ever again. So glad it wasn't just me. I love no, it's when it's not, not just me.
1: Uh, no, it was it was bugging me.
0: Dame Tuki, you take you talk one man into extorting fifty K from your spouse, yet hubby still stands by you. This woman must be wilder than a bag of cats in bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rebecca Crook, Chick-fil-A, good thing drop wasn't on a Sunday. How because they're closed on Sundays. They're
1: because of how Lord funny would it
0: have been if there was another botched drop off? <laughs>
1: That would because just be wonderful. They were closed. They forgot that they were closed. The, on they, and then
0: the 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 kidnappers would be like mad at Jesus, mad at the whole company because they're a Christian company. And like, why would of you close? Are mad,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: it would just be a whole. It would just be so funny. D-B, D. Smooth Rich, a woman cheats and conspires with her side piece to extort fifty thousand from her husband by faking kidnapping. The husband stayed. I don't have that much love in me, Yeah. True that. I still think he was Stockholm'd. I mean, he was the real kidnapping victim.
1: No, there's something going on there. There was something in the prenup. There's something weird.
0: Maybe she had dirt on him. I don't know.
1: See, I feel like there's something weird.
0: Middle is Martha. Mom just told other three kids on TV that they weren't the favorite. Great. <laughs> uh, Froman. I'm guessing she's no longer her mom's favorite. <laughs> I think she is. I still think she is. That's <sighs> what, She is the Stockholm victim. Gail is. Why is she sticking by these people who are hurting her and making bad decisions?
1: Let's go visit the Walmart.
0: Bumblebeeb, oh, I've seen this one a few times, can still hear her mom yelling, Quinn, Quinn. They play it so many times.
1: They really do. They play it, like, in a promo. They play it, like, all throughout. They play it before
0: the commercial. Then they play it
1: again. They play it at the beginning. I think they play it in the intro when they're, like, doing clips from the episode.
0: Victoria Macy's. These kidnappers on Dateline demanded the ransom money be dropped off at a Chick-fil-A and didn't even ask for chicken to be included in the ransom. Sounds fake. I would have asked for sides. I don't know what kind of sides they have at Chick-fil-A, but I bet they're good. Like, biscuits. And then I would I would ask for weird things. Like you know when the kidnappers ask for like, a naked picture of B Arthur, weird stuff that's impossible to find.
1: <laughs> I would start picture. asking
0: for like really weird stuff like that. Yeah. I'd ask for like, super rare editions of Seinfeld comic comedic co- comic. What am I trying to say? Stand-up routines? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. You would ask for vintage clothing that you can never find like a Givenchy from
1: I would not eighty-two. I'd probably ask for like some sort of pop tart that had been discontinued. <gasps> yes, you know what I'd ask for? I'd ask for that one, that one Jelly Belly that I really liked to return. I think it was it was cinnamon roll or cinnamon Danish. I think it was cinnamon Danish Jelly Belly,
0: and they discontinued it. Yeah. Oh, that's so. I'm so sorry for your loss. It's all right. It's all right. So you would ask for that? Yeah. I would get, ask. For get that. the Jelly Belly people on the phone. Yeah. people's lives are at stake get,
1: get jb on the phone
0: <laughs> people's lives are hanging in the balance um alex feliciano watching dateline ransom with my parents and my dad asked my mom what she would do if he was held hostage for fifty thousand. my mom goes i'd keep the money and tell them to keep you <laughs>
1: wow that's right.
0: exactly what my parents would say wow exactly oh this is so funny fancy dictator no money quinn is free hashtag things that make you go hmm why didn't the police think it was weirder that she was released without them giving money right that should have been. i think they
1: did i think they did think it was weird
0: they must have thought it was so weird although maybe it's just just been been so long and it had gone public so they just felt like the kidnappers were frustrated and like just forget it already this is too much work
1: she's a handful
0: my final tweet would be MZ Gunter. The minute they said Albanians, I knew Quinn was full of t- some taken bullshit. I googled it, so in yeah. taken, yeah, it is Albanians who kidnapped the daughter. And guess when that movie ca- first came out? The year, year before. Year. The year before Quinn was kidnapped. Yeah. Again, that doesn't go along with he kidnapped her, and then she went along Seriously, with and it.
1: And none of the cops had seen taken.
0: Exactly. You know they watch Taken
1: all the time. That was a really popular movie. It was
0: really popular. And they're thinking, Albanian kidnappers, hmm. kidnapping a blonde lady. Where has that happened before? Exactly. A very particular set of skills. Like, don't be a hero, Reed. I mean, it's all out. That's, yeah. And then the that's what I wanted to say. It goes along with the tweet is the, why is Quinn on the dot, 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 News, <laughs> because that's totally how in the one of those movies you would deliver that line. The villains yeah. who are trying to bid on what's her name, the daughter, turn
1: around to their partner right and say, "Why, Why is, is she, she
0: on the Yadna. slow turn of the head?" News. News,
1: and it's like Ben Ben Kingsley saying yes. it. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Yes, mm-hmm. so gotcha. that's
0: it. Makes perfect sense. um it. Yeah. Okay. Every. What else do we have? Anything else to say? Oh. Don't watch alone. Watch on the dot, dot, dot news. <laughs> That's good. That was
1: Is good that point. you? <laughs> bye, Queen! everybody.
0: Queen!
1: Stop. Oh, you're going to kill people.
0: Okay, hey, bye, everybody. Bye. We love you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Thank you.
2: We were this close to getting Queen Grey before the end of Ransom.
0: Oh, she's which the wife. She hasn't seen it. I we're gonna do it. It's on my list of favorites. I feel like I've seen it. Though. Oh, it's one of the all time. Yeah, it's so good. She's yeah. Kid, it's a two kidna- hour kidnapping, kidnapping of a rich wife in front
2: Florida, and then some audio tape Florida. Come out.
0: Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, That's so
2: that's, good. All right, all right. Um, so good. I'll tell you a little story about that, which is we're um, we were interviewing the FBI. Got involved because it was a kidnapping. Now kidnapping in modern day mm-hmm. is like an antique crime. And it used to be, if you got ransom money in Texas and drove into Oklahoma, you were safe because law enforcement agencies didn't have any way of communicating with each other. Right, right now, of course, there's a million ways to track right, people of course. and and going across state lines doesn't really help you. So the FBI doesn't do a lot of that old sort of Lindbergh style of kidnapping. Mm-hmm. A lot of kidnappings now are people who, you know, you know they're not going to call the police because it's one drug gang kidnapping the wife of the leader of the other drug gang. Uh But this kind of kidnapping, which you just grab some rich person's family member Mm -hmm. and extort money out of them with that, that hardly ever happens. So this breaks. The local sheriff uh, uh, calls in the the Jacksonville FBI office. And they come in, and uh, and there's all these, like, white-shirted FBI agents in this room. And the— Agent in charge is like, like looking through the man, they're like, yeah. <laughs>
0: kidnapping, kidnapping. Because they're all looking for
2: Ben at this point, K. right? Right, 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 They just don't do a lot of that. And finally, he says, who here has done a kidnapping? No one raises their hand, right? He sa- and then somebody says, Henry did a kidnapping. And the agent in charge says, Henry retired in 86? <laughs> they're like, yeah, he did a couple of kidnappings. Uh, and he still lives out on Ralph. <laughs> Go get him. Right? Go get him. So these guys drive out to Ralph. No, route they four, do not. Right? It's and so there's good. Henry. And Henry's like, I don't know what he's doing, he's fishing or something in my in Stop my it. telling of this story. And this G car <laughs> comes up and these guys get out and they're like, We need you, right? Oh my uh God. and uh We need you, Henry. Right. <laughs>
0: Henry, like, it's I, your time again. Henry's look card. in the
2: car. And Henry's Coming like, out right. of retirement. He's like, Look, the bank keeps a lot of marked money. You know, that, like, it's ready. Uh, and then, like, the agents are like, I didn't know that. He's like, Yeah, so let's go to the bank and get that. He goes, Actually, first, we're going to go to Walgreens and we're going to get something stronger than Advil for my leg. Henry's like on a walker, <laughs> oh right? My gosh. He goes, And then we're going to the bank, right? So I see in the I'm like, You understand this is like a movie. Yeah. Like, you, yeah. you're making, like, you have like a million dollar movie idea. Here. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, you're the young guy who knows all the technology. Yeah. Like Clint Eastwood is the yeah. guy that's retired, they pull him out out of retirement, I mean, and like, he
0: goes, "I'm too old for this. Right, I can't bleep. do this. Right, yeah." There. And uh-huh. then in the
2: end, like you know, he learns something technological. You learn something about the <laughs> yeah. old way. Right it. it's, it's a funny just, yeah. comedy. the bad guy with his walker. <laughs> <laughs> exactly you know, and, and, what's supposed to happen. And so yeah. The engine, like, You have to like write this. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think you ever did. It's oh, so yeah.
0: good. It's so good.
2: Ransom's next. Yeah,
0: we're doing ransom for sure. Did um, we is, tell them what happened? Yeah, I was gonna say okay, parts okay. of this will be the third time that we have recorded this because no, the whole
1: thing will be the third time. Yeah. So. so I think there's something in that first recording that was just not meant to be.
0: I was good. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: I don't know. There's a devil in my computer. I got nothing. This is my new computer, and it's being that was weird. It was weird because I, I saw think the there was files. Some
0: poltergeist.
1: You could see them. You could see the files. And then there was just a solid line. Like nothing had recorded. And I watch as we record, I see the things go up and down. There was not a problem. And Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden, it was nothing. Just no squiggle lines at all. Just you and me as a green block. And you could only hear you and you were going. "Eh, ah, ah, eh, ah, ah, ah." Maybe I was
0: doing a bit. That's my robot voice.
1: Maybe if I had listened to more of that, I would have been possessed by the devil.
0: Yeah, if you listen out. to it in reverse. It is almost you might have started over. to kill people. Yeah, helter skelter.
1: Yeah, okay. it was dangerous. It was dangerous for our listeners. It was dangerous for us. Those files have since been our deleted. patreons
0: are our most sensitive, beloved listeners. We would not want to infect them with poltergeist. No, I would not. Hence, is deletion polter of files. The plural of poltergeist.
1: No, that's definitely not right. Poltergeist. Polter. That's like a guy who sells poultry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my. God.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, let's move on. Um, He's the polter.
1: I gotta go talk to. I gotta go talk to Billy. My He's polter my polter guy. Polter guy.
0: <laughs> oh boy, it's gonna be a long recording, guys. Gobble gobble. <laughs> Sorry, I'm done. All right. Wow. I asked someone today on Twitter if the Spice Girls were still a group in uh, 2008. Did that sound right? Doesn't it sound like it kind of could be plausible?
1: It's not. When no. were they? Oh,
0: I don't think so. I didn't even look it up, but I don't think it's right.
1: I like Spice Girls, but I feel like I don't have. I know, don't know enough trivia. So if I can tell that somebody's a Spice Girls fan, I just back up. Mm. I'm like, I can't compete with you because I haven't seen. I think I've seen parts of Spice World. Oh, a I lot know of Spice mail.
0: World by heart.
1: See, so do so many people, and I, I, I had feel it on like
0: VHS tape.
1: But does this seem weird to you because knowing me, it seems like I should know Spice World by heart. No. with the shows I love and the things that I love? No, I yeah, absolutely I should.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit I like love drag baby race. ballroom
1: and drag yeah, race. I should like love Spice World.
0: Yeah. I think you were you would watch it in ironically, maybe. No. yeah, you're a little jaded. You like nine inch nails. Well,
1: that's because I'm like a sad teenager. and also
0: the things that I like and get really excited about, you tend to, to be dismissive of. Of
1: Dahlia? Are we talking about Dahlia?
0: Who's Dahlia?
1: Isn't that the one, the episode that I didn't, wasn't excited about? Sheila Davaloo? That's what I mean. Sheila (laughs) Davaloo.
0: We're no longer friends. I can't do it. Between the chicken jokes and I'm just, I'm done. Oh, you know what? That would be a really good episode title though. What? guy. Guy? Because there's so much chicken in this episode.
1: In this one? Oh yeah, there is. Too many Violence missed... is not the answer.
0: Uh fine. Let's do another meet outside of a hobby lobby. And then we'll do like <laughs> then we'll do it at the local like YMCA in the pool, like drop it in the deep end or something, and then somebody has to dive in and get it. Like that would how be many great. And there's a guy there's a guy
1: in a scuba suit sitting at the <laughs> bottom of the pool. Yes. That would be amazing. A night just waiting. a night pool drop. Yes. That would be a good movie and then there's a money drop and the money uh-huh. goes in the water and then the water's still and the person that drops looks around, looks around and then leaves really quick and the door clanks shut and then you just see this really slow rise in the water of a yes. guy in a scuba suit Bubbles and he like come up. floats towards the water. Yes. <gasps> That'd be really good. I copyright.
0: TM trademark. I don't know
1: what I don't know what this movie's called. Qu- the deep how Drop. the deep end the
0: deep drop <gasps> the
1: deep drop
0: yeah that's it i got goosebumps <laughs> now we've only described 30 seconds of the movie so we'd, have, you to it? It so, we'll we'd have to flesh it out a little we'd have to flesh it out a can little.
1: um can we also can you do a poll on how many people say goosebumps and or goose pimples Ooh,
0: and is that I a hate, regional thing hate goose pimples i feel
1: like it's a regional thing i feel like it's a pop thing pop versus soda thing.
0: I really hate goose pimples. Or is it an age thing? Is it a generational thing? I've been looking to do a poll on Facebook.